Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us again for week, you know, 42 of the recap podcast, the weekly recap, and we are in week three of Best Life. Isaac is already laughing away, and it's fine because that's just what he does. So I'll introduce him second, uh, first, <laughs> because ladies first, we are joined with none other than the best cardio. I don't even know what you do. I was going to say something fancy. It's Lindsay Andrews, everyone. There's a fake applause. Yeah. Put it right there. I'm happy to be back. Two, two weeks in a row. Who would have thought? Look at us. We're blessed. Wow. We're blessed. So, so it's just Lindsay and, and TC today. I and, can do. Uh, oh, and me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, did you know my name actually means son of laughter? Oh, that's good. You're that's, welcome. That's appropriate. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. So, son of laughter, do you have a would you rather, a joke, or something? Did I just put you on the spot and you forgot? No. I you mean, would you rather? No, 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 no. no. Oh. Did you have one teed up or are you coming up with nope, one? Nope, I'm coming up with it as I speak. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, okay. Would you rather during the fall season? Dur- okay, during fall season. During? During. 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 I think the word you're looking for is during. <laughs> <laughs> While but- <laughs> we are in the fall season. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a phonetics class. During. My mama, my mama said. I oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ask the question. What are we talking about? During the fall season, would you rather only drink pumpkin spice lattes or only have hazelnut candles inside of your house? <laughs> Do you get to drink water with the lattes? <laughs> What? That's such a specific question. Oh my gosh. It's the fact that you thought. I'm going with the candles. The candles? The candles. I could leave my house if I can only drink a latte for months. I mean, it's only like. I don't know how healthy that is. It's only like two months, like October, November. That's like fall season to me. Yeah. I, I I think pumpkin stuff goes all the way through Christmas, personally. Well, I mean, that's just your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) You asked a would you rather. (laughs) So dumb. Oh man, I think Uh, uh, as a as a a white girl who loves pumpkin things. Wow. I would uh, actually take the the candles. Wow, you love to see that. I I love to smell that. So uh big big the time hazelnut. Was hazelnut. I yeah, just hazelnut. think it's I think it's funny that you, you thought, oh gosh, you know it would be such a tough dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking these coffees or smelling that candle. <laughs> hey, hey, there's probably a white girl listening right now that Yeah, they're going, Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> That's a genuine. They're probably a, drinking a pumpkin spice latte and smelling a hazelnut candle right ooh, now. At the same time, what a pumpkin predicament we have. There. <laughs> all right, done with all things fall. Goodness gracious, oh, that man. one. That that's, got that's fun. That got my giggle box there. Okay, uh, we are in the Book of Philippians, going through a series called Best Life because the world wants to give you their version of what they think your best life should look like. And we're still in chapter two, and we're going to meander around at a few verses that we're taking a look at today. But when it comes to the idea of doubt, and when it comes to our faith, uh, man, I grew up in 
an era where you just weren't allowed to ask questions. You weren't allowed to have doubt. If you had doubt, it meant you had sin in your life. If you had doubt, uh, you didn't have enough faith. If you had doubt, uh, you know, Satan was attacking you. And, and it was just this idea of you can't have doubt, you know, like you got you to gotta have all the faith or none. So if you had doubt, then it just meant something in the foundation of your faith has, has been compromised. And what I have found in reading scripture is in studying this and, and is, is God is not intimidated by our doubt. He doesn't see our doubt. Uh, I, I guess going back is like when I look about, I think there was great intention when people saying things like those things to me, but I think there's aside to having doubt it can almost be a, a healthy thing to ask questions like i want to be asking questions so philippians chapter 2 puts it this way and this is where this came from so we've been camping out here for a while uh so if there's any encouragement in christ any comfort and love uh it goes all the way down to verse 12 and he says therefore my beloved right my people my brothers and sisters as you've always obeyed so now not only is in my presence but uh, much more in my absence. Work, this is it, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So <clears throat> when I see that, I am encouraged, I'm enlightened because I see this, you know, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So like all of the doubts, all of the fears, all of the worries, those are, are welcome. In the kingdom of God, I'm reminded of the the Psalms where, gosh, David says in one verse where he's praising the very name of God, and then the next one he's he's like, "Oh my gosh, God, take my life, smite me from this earth. <laughs> I don't I don't deserve. I'm unworthy to be on this planet." Like, there's borderline suicidal thoughts. So you know, a guy like David had to have doubt, and I think he modeled it for us. He took his doubt to the right source. Um, what, I mean, I, I'm talking a lot here, so y'all give me some feedback. Like, what do you think about when it comes to doubt living the same space as our faith? Yeah. So I, I want to focus on that word work out because I think that's a good analogy that we can go with to work out your faith. I mean, if you go to the gym and you're working out, you know, you have a lot of muscles that you may be stronger in some, weaker in others. And I think doubt is just another one of those things that we can work out to see where we are at on it. Um, you may have more doubts than another person. And I like the idea that you brought up um, working out your doubt, like thinking through it, yeah. processing it. Right, right. It isn't final. <clears throat> I think that's right. That's a, that's a great point. Like most people see, oh, goodness. I have doubt. This, therefore, this this faith that I have or had must not be real because the two things can't coexist, and they can. Um, so, what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking about uh, just the idea of like healthy deconstruction, and mm. I know that's that's a word that gets tossed around in a negative sense in a lot of ways. But the way that I view it, if you do it. If you, if you deconstruct correctly, it's like that process kind of starts with a little doubt. And so like you may, you may have been raised thinking one way or being told to think or believe this way. 
And then all of a sudden, boom, a doubt pops in. And, oh my gosh, do I really believe that anymore? And then you start working out what you actually believe about a certain topic, a certain idea, a certain truth, how the church works, man, how does the world work, like that sort of thing. And where the negative sense comes into play, I, I, I think, in the idea of deconstruction is that people stop halfway through and they just they 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 leave the faith completely. They don't they don't complete the circle. You you don't complete the circle of this of this process. And so you come back around, you come back around and say, okay, now this is what I believe about my God, and I wholeheartedly believe it because I have found it out. I, I've I've found it out. I've found it out for myself because the Lord has revealed it to me in some miraculous ways um, throughout my life. And so I think just this process of just I think everybody goes through it, whether you know it or not. And it and it and it and it kind of just starts with, oh man, do I really believe that? Which I think we I think we would all say is a healthy question to ask our help to ask ourselves every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say, and that's good. I would say when you have those doubts, when you have those questions, number one, I don't know that there's ever going to be a point in your life, at least this is true for me, where just doubt will be completely gone. You'll always have moments where, you know what I mean? An 85 year old believer can go, man, I'm still trucking along, but there's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like there's this little sliver of, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, like, so I guess in my, in, in my seat, if you have doubt and you do what you're saying, this is, at least this is what I, the way I interpret what you just said, the healthy deconstructing, cause I can get a little wonky, uh, in a healthy way with the right posture, going to the right source. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause yeah. deconstructing doesn't mean, Hey, dip out and go. I mean, go study other stuff, go for yeah. it, but not because you have doubt. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's the wrong posture. That's going, which one do I like better? Which one sounds best to me? Which one makes me feel better? And those things are fleeting. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that we're talking about this on the student podcast because, you know, you may uh, grow up in a church in a certain belief, a certain type of faith. And as you go through different seasons of your life, high school, college, you know, you meet different people. You see people that church differently than you that may have different beliefs about God than you. You, then you go forward, you know, you start dating, getting married, thinking about, okay, do we have the same beliefs? And I think as you go through life, it's good to to start in middle school, in high school, knowing, okay, I may have times in my life where I'm confronted with a different way, um, a different type of faith. And it's okay to ask the questions of, well, is what I've always known correct? What does scripture say about this? Do I believe yes. this because I learned this from scripture or because I always heard someone say it? Right. So I think it as long as the questioning leads us back to wanting to understand and understanding comes from God and scripture, I think it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And here's and I want you guys, whoever's listening, like to hear us on this and like whenever we doubt Paul instructs us to work it out right we've 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 talked about that and whenever we start to work out 
this idea of faith and salvation that we have in our life and everything that we believe about Jesus. And whenever we start to truly start to understand and to believe all of this, here's what happens, because Paul continues to write in verses 14 through 16, he says, do everything without complaining and arguing. Okay, well, if you want to work it out, man, there might be a lot of complaining and arguing to God, but what is Paul really saying here? Why should we never complain and argue? He answers it in verse 15. So that no one can criticize you, live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. So how can we do this life? How can we live this life? He answers in verse 16. He says to hold firmly to the word of life, to the word of God. Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. And so Paul answers this, Paul answers that for us. Like he says, hey, hold firm to the word of God. Like that, like that is how you live this life. That is how you work out your own salvation. That is how you don't don't walk into a room and immediately start complaining and arguing with everybody yeah. about whatever the topic is. Like, man, how can you live your life as a as a as a flashlight to the world? Man, hold to the word of God because we know we we know and the simple truth that this is kind of kitty, but flashlights get brighter the darker it gets. And so yeah. you know in whatever situation that you're in, in whatever situation that your friend is in or your family's in, right? If you have the light of Christ inside of you, man, that light's going to shine brighter and brighter and brighter in the darker situation that you step into. That's right. That's right. Well, that's all we have time for today. Uh, if you're listening in and you are uh, camping out in the the doubt uh land, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I would say this too. Uh, just know that doubt is not toxic, toxic to your faith. What is toxic to your faith is unexpressed doubt. And so what I would encourage you, what all of us would encourage you to do is find someone, talk to someone, uh, understand that that is a healthy thing, that you're asking questions. In fact, keep asking questions. Just make sure you're going to the right source, um, God's Word, with the right posture to know and grow uh, in your walk with Him and love Him more. So... Thanks so much for joining us this week. We will pick back up next week. As always, a weekly recap, week four. See you.